goodbye July and hello August and aliens uh, apparently those are confirmed real now I already knew that and unless they're paying my bills I don't care if you guys can stay away we don't need you right now so hello everyone and welcome in to another edition of your favorite podcast burgers and brats man week away got a lot to break down for y'all especially the MLB trade deadline ending tonight at 5 p.m. So maybe some trades broke after this podcast. I don't know. But right now, nothing is happening. And a lot happening, though, in college football realignment and NFL training camp. We're getting some rivalries going on. A lot of news out of these NFL training camps with Jonathan Taylor, Travis Kelsey, Sean Payton, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we got it all for you. Going to be breaking all that down and more. Make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats, and stay up to date with the latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And hopefully, check out the BurgersBratsPodcast.com. Check it out. Go get yourself a nice little sweatshirt, a little hoodie, anything. I mean, I got it all. Anything you can think of, I've got it. Help your golf game. Go get that Burgers and Brats merch. So. Let's start in the NFL training camp right now, and then we'll go into some MLB trade deadline towards the end. I mean, let's start. Jonathan Taylor requesting a trade from the Indianapolis Colts. This was a little, I mean, not a little surprising, a lot of surprising to me. I mean, the 2021 leading rusher in the NFL last year battled some injuries, wasn't really the same, but... He's still young, still got a lot of years ahead of him. He's still one of the best backs in the league. You're taking him as one of the best backs. You're going to draft him in fantasy football because, I mean, he's going to get you those points. He is dominant on the ground in the pass game. So a little surprising here that he wants out of Indianapolis, but when you figure out that he's dealing with Jim Irsay and this Colts franchise that has just been terrible, I mean, Andrew Luck, Retiring, <laughs> he kept getting hit. He said, oh, this is not for me. If they're not going to protect me, I'm out. And then this is a franchise where Peyton Manning led them to a Super Bowl, led them to two, uh, one Super Bowl win. All-time records, broke every every record you can there for years. He identifies as a Denver Bronco. Anywhere he's out, he's in Denver. He's out at Nuggets games, Broncos games. He is doing something in Denver and always wearing those Broncos gear. He is never in Indianapolis. He, it is crazy uh, that that man doesn't even like the Colts. So I, I can see where Jonathan Taylor is coming bu- coming from. 1,800 yards in 2021. And what Jim Irsay said, it, it, I don't understand it. Uh, he said, and I quote, If I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor is out of the league, no one's going to miss us. The league goes on. It doesn't matter who comes and who goes. What? What what are you saying, man? I I don't... What? This dude is ridiculous for saying that. I mean, this is one of the better running backs in the league. Jim Mercy's been around uh, for a while. And, I mean, been a decent GM, I guess. I have no opinion one way or the other, but... This is kind of ridiculous, and you understand why Jonathan Taylor wants a trade. And then the Colts franchise tries and does tries and uh, does Jonathan Taylor dirty, and kind of listening him as some back pain, so maybe they don't have to pay him uh, for the season if he sits out. 
and uh, then he's, he's got an option. He's got to play this year, then he's got an option for next year, that fifth year of his contract, but the Colts could franchise tag him. We'll see what happens, but yeah, they're saying Jonathan Taylor has a back injury. Jonathan Taylor tweeted out, number one, never had, back, never had a back pain. Number two, never reported back pain, and not sure who uh, print or quote sources are, but find new ones. So, some crazy things are going in Indianapolis, and it looks like we may be leaning towards Jonathan Taylor trade. I don't know how you can keep him uh, in the Colts uniform, and want he he might sit out. He may say, "Screw the money, I'm gonna sit out." So, pretty pretty crazy stuff going there. Uh, Jim Hurd say just that's pretty out of out of line. I mean, it's just weird. Uh, to say that about your corner or about your star running back, and then big news involves my Broncos. Sean Payton said basically that Nathaniel Hackett was terrible and that they did everything wrong in Denver in his one year there last year. And hey, I completely agree. I wanted Nathaniel Hackett fired after one game. I wanted him gone. I didn't care anymore. That was one of the worst seasons I've ever seen, been a part of in my life. I mean, they did have five or six, like, three-point three, three point games. They had two one-point losses. They It was an insane season. They just couldn't get it going towards the end of the year. End of the year it kind of looked better. Russ started playing a little better, but my team is so stacked. It's hard to lose that many games, especially like that. But then Sean Payne also called out the Jets saying they're kind of overhyping the season. You'll see them on hard knocks where they think everything's going great. And then it just doesn't work once the season gets put together. And I I really am not that high on the Jets this year. I know a lot of people are. They've got a good defense coming back. But, I mean, offensively, you'll get Brees Hall back. You have Aaron Rodgers. But look what, what the weapons. He, he didn't have many weapons in Green Bay. And, I mean, he took them kind of far the last few years. Last year, no. But couldn't get over the hump and that was in an easy division where those are pretty much guaranteed wins now you're playing against the bills twice you got the dolphins twice even new england's gonna be hard to play so i am really not high on the jets i'm with sean payton on this one that uh it may look good you got all the hype now but it may when it pinned the paper i mean it may not work and then Aaron Rodgers saying, keep my head coach name out your mouth. Oh, Aaron Rodgers, I'm scared, man. I am scared of you. Come on, you're putting fear in Sean Payton. Wow. Nah, but Aaron Rodgers, come on, old man. You ain't, you ain't going to do nothing? You ain't going to do nothing? This is going to be a fun week. Week five, these two teams play. They come to Denver. It is going to be a lot of popcorn. And ready for this game. I mean, both these teams uh, should, I think, we'll see. I mean, Denver should be the better team, in my opinion. A lot of people will probably say the Jets are. But Aaron Rodgers, go worry about the Jets. I mean, go get that media attention out there. Go do your little Pat McAfee press conference every week. But no one, no one's scared. Scared of you, Aaron Rodgers. You ain't going to nothing. All right, then uh, Jalen Ramsey. A meniscus tear. He's going to miss some uh, extended time with surgery. So that is a big loss for the Miami Dolphins. And then Joe Burrow had to be carted off the field 
this week with a calf strain, non-contact calf strain, uh, out, out several weeks. So we'll see how much that plays into the season for him. Uh, he, he should be fine by season and all well, he's close to. It may, it, may, it may be lingering for a few weeks in, but we're, I mean, we're only six weeks away. So we'll, we'll see, but that is a big hurt for the Cincinnati Bengals for a team that, I mean, it's it's Super Bowl or bust. These next few seasons with him, the, how deep they are and how good a raw, especially with Joe Burrow. So uh, this could be a huge loss. I mean, he's going to be back, but overall for his health and uh, his ability to, I mean, I guess you can stand in the pocket, but escape and and throw the football. And then Travis Kelsey, Kansas City. Uh, Travis Kelsey punches linebacker Jack Cockrum uh, the other day during when he scored a touchdown, and Jack came in a little late, shove at the ball. Kelsey throws a punch at him. Why are you throwing punches, man? It, you ain't going to hit nothing. He got a helmet. He has a helmet on. Luckily for Kelsey, the helmet was padded this time. It was a normal helmet. Kelsey could have maybe hurt his hand or broken his finger or something. So, Kelsey got lucky on this one that uh, he punched the linebacker with some pads on it. Because otherwise, that is going to hurt you a lot more than it hurts him, TK. And I guess that failed bracelet to Taylor Swift is really getting on Kelsey's nerve because he's a little upset. He's got a little anger built up uh, in his system. So, um Taylor Swift, if you're if you're if you're listening, text him because he needs it because he's got some anger right now. You gotta work on that. Uh, some other sports news: uh, the 3M Open was this weekend. I mean, fun golf, great tournament in Blaine, Minnesota. A lot of wind, a lot of rain the first uh, two days, but overall, a great overall tournament. Uh, re- really pretty setup. Uh, last year's winner, Tony Finau, finishing tied for seventh. Lee Hodges winning at 24 under. I mean, he won by seven strokes. He was up the in- pretty much the entire weekend. Uh, really, really no competition this week. Uh, not many big game, big names in the top ten. I mean, besides Finau, Billy Horschel tied for 13th. Tom Hoagie tied for 20th. A lot of guys taking some time off. Hideki Matsuyama had. I mean, he was in the. He was close to the top for a little bit, but finished finished 10 under at tied for 30th. Stewart Sink tied for 37th. Matt Kuchar tied for 43rd at 8 under. So, I mean, not not many big names in this tournament, but uh, JT, Justin Thomas, missed the cut. He's got to work on his golf game. Doesn't look like he will be making the FedEx Championships, and that's this weekend. So this week, we'll be breaking down the FedEx Championships, uh, the Wyndham Championship from Greensboro, North Carolina. That is going to be a fun tournament. Love that setup uh, all this weekend. But overall golf, we're hitting the home stretch, uh, final final major championship. But uh, Lee Hodges getting the win in Minnesota this weekend. All right. On to the college football. After 10 years, Colorado is back in 
the Big 12. Yeah, guys, Colorado is back. Why are you guys back after I leave? What are we doing? Come on. I've been wanting to go back to Colorado for a while. And y'all just now come back. Seriously? Are you kidding me? But uh, a, a little surprising move for me by Colorado. Kind Or kind of want have a Big 12 let them in like that. I mean, Colorado hasn't done anything. Not anything. In the last few years of the Big 12. And zero since they left the Big 12. I mean, some of these other smaller schools that they could have looked at. San Diego State. UConn, Memphis have done way more and been a bigger have had bigger accomplishments in Colorado in the last few years I mean even decade those teams have been better uh, it, it's all with the draw of Dion who knows how long Dion will be there Don't I don't think it'll last too long uh, it's either burnout or he goes to the NFL but Colorado rejoining the Big 12. I mean, the thing is, kind of like when they left the Big 10 or Big Big 12 earlier, a decade ago, that get out because no one's going to want you. Get out now because otherwise you're going to have nowhere to go. And that's what they did. They jumped ship early, kind of right, kind of when the flame was building up, the fire on the ship, it was it was starting to spread a little bit, but uh, not enough to be noticed too much, but Colorado is out of the Pac-12, and now the Pac-12, it is about to combust. Uh, it, it's about to be like the A-bomb. Uh, just watched Oppenheimer this weekend. It's going to be like that. Uh, explosion, this conference, is going away. A Big 12 is looking to add three more schools. Uh, could be five, Power 5, but if not... Uh, it could be like those three schools I just men mentioned, uh, Memphis, UConn, and San, San Diego State. Um, so they're looking for a few more schools in the Big 12, and I mean, it, it'll make them a good conference. I'd still put the SEC and Big 10 ahead of them. Maybe you could put the ACC, but I think the ACC, I, I think I'd put the Big, yeah, I'd put the Big 12 over the ACC. But Pac-12 now, it all depends on Oregon and Washington, uh, what they're going to do, and I mean, Big Ten makes the most sense, but Big Ten already has 16 teams. So, are you really looking with the addition of USC and UCLA? So, are you really looking to add more teams, make it 18? That is a big conference. Big 12, you could add them, but then you got to still travel a lot. I guess you still get Colorado and maybe Utah. We'll see Utah. If one of the Arizona schools comes, uh, the second will come. And then look what Utah does. It, I mean, it's a big guessing game right now. We don't know. They are talking night and day about what to do for these Pac-12 teams. So it, it is going to be a interesting, interesting week ahead. And who knows what these teams are doing. I, I really think the best-case scenario for Oregon and Washington is to head out west. Find the Big Ten. Because I, I, the Big 12, good conference, but I mean, I, I really don't know. Hey, the Big 12 may stay around longer than the ACC because who knows what Clemson and Florida State are going to do. It, this all is just crazy. Jump ship. Find a conference to be a part of. 
But you got to jump. You can't stay in the Pac-12. I, you cannot stay in the Pac-12 to me because it is going downhill and sinking into the ocean. It is sinking into the ocean, you guys. Pac-12 should have added uh, OU and Texas 10 years ago when they had the chance, but of course Texas ruined that and wanted more money. So Pac-12 said, nah, we don't want you. We'll be fine. Big 12 is going to not be anything anyways. And then a decade later, it is now the complete opposite in the Pac-12 is falling apart and looking like it is going to just non-exist, be non-existent. Clemson and FSU, who knows what they're going to do. They've, the ACC, they, they locked in their teams. The ACC is under contract until 2036. So that is going to be a hefty, hefty buyout uh, until then. Uh, just crazy, crazy right there. If you're, if you're FSU and Clemson, you're like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? What was I thinking to do this? But uh, maybe maybe the SEC can kick some teams out. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe kick out Missouri. Yeah, kick out Missouri. I guess you got to keep Vanderbilt for the for the school wise. Kentucky's been good recently, but hey, maybe them Mississippi State kick out Mississippi State. Who needs them? Take out some of these schools and add a Clemson and FSU. Uh, pay the buyout because they're, they're going to be getting some good money uh, coming over. So conference realignment is going to be fun. It's going to be an interesting season. I mean, we should hear some things within the next month or so. I mean, even earlier. We, we could hear things earlier. I mean, just how quick Colorado was in leaving the Pac-12. Pac uh, it could come anytime whenever we see where Oregon and Washington are going because they hold all the cards in the Pac-12. They own the destiny of what happens to Pac-12 after dark, but it is going to be crazy, crazy next five years. Next five years, we are going to see crazy realignment, maybe even sooner. It could happen sooner, but uh, contracts, contracts, contracts. So that is conference realignment. We'll see what happens coming up. Pac-12, you're done. You're done for. No more Pac-12 after dark. All right, before we break in, uh, before we go into the MLB trade deadline, let's go into On This Day in History, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Check them out, 5757 Northwest, 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. Check them out, HefnerEyeCare.com, and their virtual try-ons. You can try on any sunglasses or glasses on their website. On This Day, 1981, MTV debuts at 12.01 a.m., with the Beatles song, uh, Video Killed the Radio Star. Yeah, that's pretty good first song right there. 1790, the first U.S. Census uh, came out with 3.9 million uh, Americans and then 697,000 slaves. So a uh, lot, a lot of Americans uh, with that group, with uh, both groups there. Uh, 1949. The NBA is formed with the Basketball American Association and the National Basketball League merge. So 1949, NBA officially officially got started. Uh, happy birthday, William and Clark, Coolio, and just recently the great Tony Bennett. Happy birthday uh, to those three. And I mean, we just lost Coolio uh, last year as well, so... Uh, pretty crazy. Uh, on this day, sponsored by Hefner Eye Care. Check them out. 5757 Northwest, 132nd Street in Oklahoma City. Get your sunglasses, 
glasses, contacts, literally anything you can think of eye care and get that eye exam at Hefner Eye Care and check them out at HefnerEyeCare.com. Use their virtual try-on. Pretty cool uh, setup right there. I use it and, I mean, looks like the real deal. So check out that. MLB Trades. Uh, ho- hopefully some better trades and some bigger trades have gone on by the time this podcast is completed. I mean, nothing. We're getting nothing, just pitchers. A bunch of pitching uh, being traded. Of course, Shohei Otani was made unavailable by the Los Angeles Angels. And, I mean, after that, he threw a complete game and they t- hit two home runs in the doubleheader. <laughs> I mean, that guy's one of a kind. Uh, we'll see what he does. I feel like he should resign, or I feel like he should ask for a trade and, I mean, resign somewhere else. I don't think he should stay in Anaheim because what have they done? What have they done? Even with this guy, they can't win. Maybe they can make a late playoff push, but, I mean, there's still a few games out of the wild card. They just can't win, and their farm system is ranked 28 the best, so they have no one coming up with them. They got this guy, and they're not going to bring anyone in more than likely. I mean, pretty pretty crazy. I, I think Shohei needs to go to New York, baby. New York. Come on. Come home, Ozhani. Come home. Sign with us. Be with Judge. Come on. That'd be fun. Uh, biggest deal, though, I mean, Max Scherzer getting going to the Rangers, and the Rangers also get Jordan Montgomery, Chris Stratton, and our oldest Chapman. The Rangers, man, they are going all in. Uh, this is this is they think this is their year. Uh, I mean, they had five All Star starters in the AL lineup this year. Uh, they are still second in the AL, only four games back of the Orioles, but. Uh, they're playing some great basketball or baseball. They've only got a one-game lead over the Astros in uh, five and five and a half over the Angels and the Mariners. So there's still time for the Angels, Astros to catch up with the Rangers and some of these other teams, and for obviously the Texas Rangers to implode because this is the Texas Rangers, and they don't win anything. So they are they they're going all in. They're still plus eight fifty to win the World Series. That, that's a pretty good number uh, for a team that is playing the second in the AL, playing good good baseball. Uh, they're third overall in the MLB in record wise. They they've gone they're going all out in pitching. They they got Max Scherzer. They lost uh, Syndergaard, but I mean they they still got a decent bullpen, good hitting. This this team can maybe win one series. I'm not picking the Strangers to win two series because history, when history isn't on your side, it doesn't stay, it doesn't get on your side. So, uh, eight, plus 850, though, is, it's a pretty good bet to throw on the Rangers right now. Uh, no one still believes in them, and if you do, I mean, you're going to be making some good money still this late into the season with the third best team in the major league, in the major leagues. So, uh, pretty good right there. Uh, the Dodgers acquire Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly f- from the White Sox for Tracy Thompson and two prospects. The Dodgers, or not Noah Syndergaard, but um, whoever the Rangers, other pitcher, I, yeah. It, it's been a long weekend. 
Uh, Dodgers trade Noah Syndergaard for uh, Ahmed Rosario. Rosario to the Guardians. So that, that's really it, guys. This, this trade deadline is terrible. See, no one even knows anyone. No one remembers these names. No one knows, guys. It, it, hopefully we get something better. Trade Shohei. Come on, Angels. Just trade Shohei. We're, we're all waiting for it. We all want it to happen. Uh, we, I mean, we're, we're in the closing stretch, kind of, uh, for the MLB playoffs. I mean, we're getting there. We're getting there. And um, we've got a lot of a lot of good division leaders, a lot of, lot of teams that are competitive for the wild card. I mean, four through eight, six games back of the wild card. So, plenty of time. Plenty of time to make a run. And I hope the Yankees can do it, but I don't know what they're doing, guys. I do not know. We, we got to do something, Cashman. I mean, you got to do something because I'm sick of this. I am sick of doing nothing and having terrible, terrible teams. All right, Rangers pitcher Jacob DeGrom. My bad. Just remembered. Um, he had, I mean, injury, so lose him. But in the in, in the NL, I mean, it's the Braves. It's the Braves, baby. That's who it is. That, that's who's taking this. Give me, give me the Braves all the way. Dodgers in second. Uh, eight games back on the Reds, just one game back of the Dodgers. I really love the Reds. I love watching the Reds. I love L.A. De La Cruz. He is incredible, a phenom to watch. And, I mean, it wasn't just a few games where he was like, oh, this kid's good. No, nah, dude, this kid is amazing. I mean, he went around first to third in 10.8 seconds, I believe. Just incredible. I mean, this guy's helping them win games. Uh, it's really close in the NL. It is extremely close. I mean... Uh, four through seven are five games back, but one through five are just one, two games apart. One through five in the NL. So uh, anything can happen, especially when we're coming down the home stretch. Teams get hot. In the wild card for the AL, uh, first seed you got the Orioles, Rangers coming in second, and then the Twins. I mean, no one's talking about the Twins. I bet they might even be better numbers than the Rangers right now to win to win it all. Um, Rays in that first wild card spot to a four game lead and then followed by the Blue Jays and Astros. And then you got the Red Sox, Yankees, and Angels four through six separated by a game and a half. So, hey, at least, man. Tough, tough division. And it, it's going to be fun to watch. I love how it's so, it's com so competitive, uh, especially during this time. We'll see which teams get better, which team lose their players and I mean it's trade deadline anything can happen and this is where you make or break your season uh, bring in the right pieces I mean it's not just about the star player star name it's about the pieces it's about the pieces of the team so MLB trade deadline really nothing really nothing going on just crickets out there so alright let's move on sharing my burger and the brat final final segment it's been a while since I've done this podcast as you can tell I'm mixing up my words and everything I went and saw Oppenheimer this past weekend. So it, incredible movie. I mean, three-hour movie, it, it, but it was perfect. It, just a great movie overall. Christopher Nolan just 
incredible. Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Rami Malik, uh, Emily Blunt, Jennifer Poe. I mean, it was terrible. I, amazing. It was amazing. It was so, so good. I was coming out of the theater. I mean, I, I'm just silent. I'm, I'm shaking. I'm shaking just talking about it. I was shaking for a few hours just trying to explain away what I just what I just witnessed and how incredible that movie was. So I'm sharing my burger and brought with uh, movies. Uh, you got Barbenheimer with Barbie and Oppenheimer, some other great movies, the theaters. Movies are back. Oppenheimer just passed $400 million worldwide, and Barbie has hit $775 million dollars worldwide so uh, great time for the movies uh i'm gonna see barbie whenever it comes out on streaming i can't really go to the theaters you guys can't go to the theaters to see that one but i did see oppenheimer it was incredible you need to go watch that uh for sure so share my burger brought with the movie industry and especially barbenheimer barbenheimer deserves all the burgers and brought and it's cheaper than getting movie theater popcorn and a drink. That was crazy expensive. But, all right, thank you all for listening. Good to be back after a week. Going to be back on Thursday with a uh, new streaming platform, Millions.co. A great, great website uh, that Burgers and Brats is going to be streaming off of. Uh, incredible people, amazing guys that are running that website. and just They want to help athletes and podcasters in any way they can and they are incredible so they set everything up they make it so easy i don't have to do, i don't have to do anything besides go live i don't click a few buttons and i'm going live and it's amazing so shout out to millions and everyone involved and letting me come on uh, burgers and brats come on the pod on their website and talk uh, what i've been doing for about four and a half years now so uh, thank you all for listening uh, make sure to follow the podcast on any platform, any streaming service at Burgers and Brats. That's Burgers and Ampersand Brats. And stay up to date with listeners on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And check out BurgersBratsPodcast.com. Go get your go get your, go get your merch right now. Go get your merch, BurgersBratsPodcast.com. I got it all. Uh, you can go listen on the website. Give a little donation if you want. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Uh, take care and stay safe. We got the NFL Hall of Fame game coming up this week. Football season is back. 